praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome tonight to Bible study. Um, tonight I want to start by by encouraging someone and, 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 and building you up in God and making you know that God is not done with his world yet. Amen. You know, the world is not the devil's. So you don't give what is God's to him. Um, the whole cosmos as we know it today is God's. Is, is God's creation and God is in charge. Amen. So we say God is in charge. Amen. Tonight, he is not he's not relinquishing any of his creation to the devil um, until the fullness of time when the devil himself will be judged eventually. You see, Isaiah 45, I'm not just reading from verse 20, but we've got time over time tonight. Verse 20, 23 says, I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return that unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess or swear. Now God is saying that, that, that the word has left his mouth, it won't come back to him void. Isaiah 45 verse 23, that every tongue, every tongue will confess and every knee will bow. So as long as heaven repenteth, it's God's, it's not the devil. So don't be afraid of the strange news, the the stories going on in the world today. I want you to be encouraged in God. Be bold about what God has called you to do. Be bold about your plans. Be bold about your aspirations. Be bold about your projections. Don't let anything, don't let anything. I would say it's only the lazy man that will say there's lion in the street. I will not go forth and roast his meat. I will not go forth and make his plans. Praise God. So go forth as bold as a child of God. And don't and don't let anything hamper your plans. Maybe you have made plans to do some more trainings. Maybe you have made plans to expand your business. Don't say, oh, I, I think maybe the face will not work. I don't know how the country is going. Maybe I should not just do it. No, don't, don't, don't do that. But it's only a lazy and a fearful person that allows the circumstance. Say, he that look at the wind will not what? Will not sow. No, we don't look at the environment. We look at God. So don't let the stories going around the world today cause you to alter your plans or change your calculations as long as the lord has laid some things in your heart go ahead in faith go ahead in god and proceed for god is still in charge hallelujah tonight so hold on to your dreams hold on to god's call hold on to that which the lord has laid in your heart to do in this time and pursue it let nothing change let no news let no no projection from the world from the government even cause you to renege on that vision that the Lord has laid in your very heart. Tonight, this is important because of the negativity going on in our world today. But for us, God's children, we don't live in fear. We live in confidence and in the faith of God. Amen tonight. Come with me as we start tonight to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. That's our study text. Um... And I want to trust the Lord to help us make some progress tonight um, as we yield to the Spirit of God. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 1 um, is our text. And we've been looking at this for some, for, some, for some weeks now. And tonight I want us to continue as the Lord will lead us. But before I, I, I go into that tonight, I want to say something to us that the... the uh, the the rules for bible interpretation is is uh, have been laid out to us 
Why, why do we have to understand this? Because it brings us to a deeper work or a deeper study of the word. The more we study God's word, the more the word of God comes alive unto us. And God wants us to know him. And therefore, he commands us in his word to be students, uh, to be to be astute students of the world. Let me ask you today, what have you done today to improve or increase the quantum or the quotient of your word, your knowledge? What have you done today in particular? You see, is uh, the work of faith is a daily work. Um, you build on your faith life daily. It's just like you eating every day. Matthew 4 verse 4, it says, man will not live by word, by bread alone, but by every word. That means we actually live by the word of God as believers. Hallelujah. So your survival, your existence as a child of God in the kingdom. Knowing fully well that Colossians 1, 13 says that we have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness. But we are now being moved toward the kingdom of his dear son. Now, in the kingdom of God, the, the, the only way to survive and live in that kingdom is by the word and the spirit. Therefore, it behoves of ours daily to, to put ourselves and set benchmarks. All right, for, for the day, for our spiritual growth, send back marks. Maybe one day I will read one at least one verse per day. Let it be a benchmark. Don't just let it be just 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 play itself out. No. If, if it does that, if you do that way, then the day will lead you. Praise God. But when you send benchmarks, you'll be led by the word and by the spirit. So if I want to ask you today, what is your benchmark? Or rather, what 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 step have you taken today in particular? To, to build on your faith walk with God is important to do so daily. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, it says, study to show yourself. God wants you to study because it's only by studying that you, you, can, you can know him. Praise God. He has written and revealed himself to us through words. And it takes studying to unravel, to unveil mysteries in letters. Amen tonight. It means without studying, you cannot comprehend, understand, and therefore you can't summarize. Praise God. So you see, in exam time, what we do summary, you have to have read the text, all right, and, 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 and digest the text before you can actually summarize the text. So it's a, a, a good summary is a function of better or good word understanding so you can't really summarize you can't really grasp or live by the word of god without having good understanding that's why every child of god must study the word study therefore to show yourselves approved unto god a workman that needs not to be ashamed rightly dividing the words of truth now the principle for bible interpretation or studying i've mentioned to us and uh, tonight, I just want to retreat it and then and then show it to you in a in 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 an, in an abbreviation. Uh, the abbreviation is O I C A Oika. I don't know how you can pronounce that, but O I C A. I want that to register in your mind every time you work. O I C A O I C A. My 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 Bible study acronym. And what what does it mean? O means word observation. Praise God. You know, sometimes it's good to use letters or, 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 or abbreviations to, to put some things, it, 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 it helps some things to stick in your mind. So, O-I-C-A, 
Oika, not Troika. Troika is money people, right? But Oika, O I C A. Let's just be there. O I C A. You can you can use it, alright? Use it for a song, but let it register in your mind that that O there means observation or reading the word. Then then I means what you interpret the word. What does it mean when when you read it in the textual form? Then then C means means correlation. It means what other scriptures will support this verse. So I make meaning that it, that the Bible itself actually intends. Then finally, application. Praise God. So the purpose of studying the Bible is not one primarily to gain knowledge, but to be to what to apply the knowledge. So, so our studying of the word must lead us to application. Praise God. When you read the Bible, the intent of God is to lead to a point where you are able to now use the word you have read or understood. So application is very important. Now, I know what application is doing the word. There are many folks that know the word. In fact, I have a friend when I was growing up in secondary school. You know, he's, he's quite mischievous. He plays with his parents and believers. You know, in fact, they have a deeper life. But you see, he just chose to be a wayward child. So when you are quoting to him a scripture, before you finish it, he will finish it for you. John 3, you finish it. Mark 4, you finish it. He knows those things by heart. But you see, he's not a practicing believer. He's not a, he, he doesn't do the word. He just knows it in the mind. And God doesn't want us to have knowledge of the word. There are many folks in the world. They can teach scripture. They know the word. They, they, they've been taught the etiquette and the principles of, 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 of you know, of using words in the Bible to show the world and, and, and to what to the world that can make some meaning, but to us believers, you know, God wants us to transcend beyond that to be doers of the word. Now, you see, uh, uh, um, James to the word, verse 22 to 25, says something very important. I want you to know, and today I want to beg of you that, that, that you must learn to. To be to be joyous in practicing the world. Let's be what practices. If the word says walk in love, you know what you want to do? Do your best to do what to work in love. If he says, if he says, if he says pray, you know what? Do your best to pray. For it is in the doing of the word that we are what we are blessed. You know, a hymn right, as wrote a song. It says, trust and obey. For there is no other way to be happy where. In Jesus, you see, as saints, folks, there is no way you can be happy if you are not a doer of the world. You can be in the midst of the church. You can have four Bible versions. You can have Bibles on your phone, Bibles on your iPad. You might have Bibles around you or people that even know the Bible around you. But you see, those things can't help you until you yourself get yourself entrenched where in the word and that's what god wants he wants to be a doer of the word for there's no way we can be happy in christ until we become doers and the practices of the word james 1 says he says be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves so for he that that he that that now hear the word and does not do it. Imagine that God saying to you, He says, like a man that beholds himself. That means when we look at the scripture, that's truly who we are. That's what God, that's who God truly is. And that's what God wants us to do. He said, But when you look at it and don't do it, he says, You are like a man that walks away from a mirror, haven't seen yourself. He said, But he that, that readeth what the perfect law of liberty, that looketh into it, and he not being a word, a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the 
work. It means for you to do the word, you must also be what? Not a forgetful hearer. So you can't do the word without first being or having heard the word. So the first step to do it is what? Hearing. And that we will do every day we study God's word. But God wants you to take it a step higher by not just hearing, like hear every day, but by what? Doing. For in the doing of the word is where the blessing actually lies. So our Oika principle in Bible study is very important. And the fourth item there is important in the eyes of the Lord. Now, let me read to you this evening. Luke chapter 6, let's turn there tonight. Um, Luke 6, verse 46 to 49. Please you know, read for me quickly, ma. Um, 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 I will say, sir, but sir, read, do it in church. Amen. She reads at home. Praise God. You are lady there in church. She's a lady there in the house. Hallelujah tonight. Now, you find that same scripture in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 downwards. But let's look at Luke chapter number 6, verse 46 to 49. Let me show you what Jesus said about the word of God. Amen. Tonight. You see, I don't want us to just get this knowledge in our head. Oh, pastor is teaching some, some deep revelations in the world. Let it not end there. Because my, my objective is not to portray myself as, oh, pastor knows Bible and the other church. No, we don't. You see, the only way we know we know Bible is when we begin to live it out. Praise God. It's not when we preach it, when we when we teach it. No, yeah, it's part of it. But, but the mind of God for the teaching of the word is ultimately doing it and living it. Please read for me, man. Luke 6 from verse 40, 46. Are you there? Yes. Read on. And why call ye me Lord, Lord? Yes. And do not the things which I see. Hold on, see that? You see, sometimes we see Jesus, why call me what? And everyone says, Lord, Lord. We said, Lord, Lord. He said, but you don't, you don't. That means, that means, that means those who are qualified to call him Lord are those that, 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 that do what? That do what he says. This is this is God talking to you. God says, Stop being a hypocrite, stop deceiving yourselves. I have many deceivers as children. They're trying to play me, they're trying to use my name. God says, No, I I, I can see through your heart, I can see through your life, I can see through your mind. I have more things to do than all this you are doing. Don't use me to make to make yourself important. Don't use me to get your goal. Why call me Lord, Lord, Lord? And you don't do the things that I ask you to do. Go on, ma. Whosoever cometh to me. To me. And hear my sayings. My sayings. And doeth them. And doeth them. I will show you to whom he is like. Go on. He is like a man which built a house. Hold, go on. And dig deep. Go dig deep. And lay the foundation on a rock. Praise God. And when the flood arose. Listen, because flood shall arise. So the purpose of Bible study is to prepare us for the days of flood and trouble and trial. Hallelujah. The reason we are sharing this so that when the days of, of, of persecution comes, the day of trial comes, we are able to stand. For the only way God can keep us in himself and in his love is when we are grounded and rooted in his word. And the only way to be rooted in his word is by doing it. Because the more we do the word, the more we get rooted and grounded in God's word. Please go on man, tonight. And when the flood arose, arose. the stream beats violently upon Hold on. It didn't say if the flood arose. It says when. That means it's a matter of time. Every believer shall face the flood. We shall face an issue that will come. But thanks be to God that once God's word is alive and working in you, by the power 
and the strength of God's word, you are bound to overcome. Listen, what makes believers fail in the days of trial is the absence of the word of God. It says, your word, O God, have I hid in my heart that I not sin against this. And 119 and verse 11 and, 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 and verse 10. So God's word is important for us to keep where? In our hearts. So the purpose of Bible studying is to help us to understand the word and put the word in our heart and be able to do it. Please go ahead, man. The street beat very many upon that house. Upon that house? And could not shake it. It could not shake it. It's upon, upon the rock. But when he that heareth, he that heareth and doeth not, and doeth not, is like a man that without a foundation, yes, built a house. A house? Yes. Against which the stream did beat vehemently. Yes. And immediately it fell. It fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Wow. You see, if we don't understand God's word, and flood comes and wind comes, it will fall down great. So the, the mechanism for God to keep us strong in faith is word, the word of God. So the ultimate purpose for Bible studying is not to acquire just knowledge, but knowledge to be used. So God wants us to do the word, to practice it, to, to engage it, because there's joy in doing it. I, I, I can tell you that there's, there's joy actually in doing the word of God. Hallelujah tonight. So I want you to make up your mind to do the word of God. It's not difficult actually. You have found out it's easy once your mind is set to it. Amen. You see, God's word is doable. So I say, ah, this, this, this God's word is hard to do. No, it's not true. The word of God is actually easy. It says, it says, my yoke is easy and my work, my body is light. This yoke is yoke actually, but it's an easy one. Praise God. This body is a body, but it's a lighter body. So let's let's press in. Let's let's do our bit. Let's let's do all we can to be to be doers of the world. So when we share like this, the next thing you should be doing, how do I practice this? What 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 can I put to use from what I've heard tonight? The pastor said, and that's the ultimate aim why we study the Bible. So I say one more time: our principle is OICA, O-I-C-A. Let it be there. So when you are doing your own personal study, this should be your guiding principle. So the ultimate aim is that from what I've just studied, what can I do? How do I apply it to my life personally? That's one of the best ways. For evangelism. We read from verse 2 in the last study. Let's go back to verse 2 and I'll come down to 3 and trust God to be able to reach verses 4 and 5 today as the Lord God will help us. Verse 2 says, We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers for you all. So it's, it's a thing that we are thanking God for the entire church. So it's, it means it's possible for the entire church to be walking in the will of God. Hallelujah. It means it's possible for the entire church to be walking in the will of God. You know, when Apostle Paul was writing to the church in Colossae, he wrote to the, to the pastor Epaphras and told them, I'm, 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 I'm walking in the things of God. But there's one of the, of the members there who wasn't doing what he ought to do. And Paul singled him out. He's by the name, um, uh, uh, um, what was his name now? Colossians 4, 4, 4, 17. Okay, Archippus. It says, say unto Archippus. 
fulfilled. That means, that, means, that means God is particular about every member. He knows those who are doing the work and those who are standing, standing idle. God doesn't want to be idle in the house. There is no secret service member in the kingdom of God. Me, I'm a member of Christ, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm in the secret service. No, my, my, my own work is only me that knows it. I'm really the secret. No, no, God doesn't have any secret service in the kingdom. We are all public servants. Praise God, my. Your work must be obvious to all. God singled out Archippus. Tonight, let, let, if, 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 if God is singling you out, it means he wants to make a man. God didn't say that to condemn him. He said, but tell Archippus, he should fulfill the work of the Lord. He should, he should get engaged again and he must fulfill it. So God wants you to do that because he has put in you the power to fulfill it. So they were praying here a prayer of thanksgiving for the church. And what was the base of the thanksgiving? They were remembering something. God was remembering something. And he began to mention the things he was remembering. And last class, we looked at those three things. And I called them the three invaluable qualities of the believer's life. You see that? And you find these qualities spread around the Bible. We call it the triad of faith. Faith, hope, and love. Paul saw it. You, you can find the scripture... In Colossians 1, verse 4 and 5. Um, Colossians 5, verse 5 and 6. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Now, I'm going to read just one of them tonight. But it says here, remembering first your work of faith. Glory to God. God wants to see your work of faith. He wants to see your labors of love. And he wants to see your hope. And this is what is important for you. This is the growth quotient that God uses to access you and I in our spiritual work. So the, the work of faith actually helps you to put in practice um, the things of God and turning away from the old life. When we got born again, we, we got born again in Christ, living the old nature and taking on the new. So now that you are born again, there's something new that should be seen in your life. Amen. There's something new that should be seen in your life. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a word, he's a new creature. So from that point, your faith begins to turn towards doing something new. Something that is entirely different from your old way of life. You must show forth fruit worthy of repentance and righteousness. So the work of faith. Turning from the evil to the new. Now, let's read, let's read verse 9 of First Corinthians chapter 1. Just verse 9. See what it says there. To show you what it means um, to your, your work of faith. What it says in verse 9. It says, For they themselves show of us what manner of entry in, in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from what? From idols. They turned. You see, you see, their, their faith commanded them to do what? To turn to God. They turned away from idols and then they turned toward God. Hallelujah. So now that you have turned away from sin, God expects you to do what? To turn to him and begin. Now, because the more you look on the God, the more you become like him. God wants us to look like him, speak like him. 
talk like him. That's why he has put his, his spirit in us, the endness of his spirit in us, to seal us unto himself. Hallelujah tonight. Amen. Tell me tonight to Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read verse 17. Ephesians 4, verse 17. A little downwards. Said this, I say, brethren, and testify in the Lord that ye, yet ye henceforth walk not as the Gentiles. Praise God. You see, that's a work of faith. The, the, you see, your profession of Christ will, will command you to stop walking as the Gentiles. You cannot come to the office and clock 808 when you came at 908. Hallelujah. You can't clock in, no. You clock in at 908 and when, when you are queried, oh, sorry, I had a problem. So next time when you are queried, is to make it to sit up. Hallelujah. Don't walk as a Gentile. It's a walk of faith. Something must show. Hallelujah. There must be a difference. Praise God. Men, other men are beating their wives, but you can't beat your own wife. Hallelujah tonight. Praise God. We have, a, we, we have a new life. There must be a difference between us. Are, are you following me? There must be a difference between us. Listen, there are some young people today in the world. They are, they are cohabiting. No, you cannot cohabit. Why? As a young man, because the Bible says in Hebrews 13 verse 4 and 5, it says, it says marriage is what? is horrible in all. And the bed undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. There must, we can't live anymore as Gentiles. Our faith in God commands us to do something. So Paul was thanking this church, or rather thanking God on their behalf because of their faith. The, the, the preaching of the word is, has impacted them so much that it's becoming obvious to all that they are walking in a new kind of life. Is it obvious to everyone around you that you are walking in a new life? Your work of faith. Verse 17. That he has to walk among the angels walk in the vanity of the mind. 18. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Verse 19. Who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to walk all uncleanness and greenness. But ye have not so learned Christ. Verse 20. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him and the truth is in Jesus. Can you see that? We say we have not so learned Christ. That means we don't behave like that anymore. Hallelujah. And how do we learn Christ? We learn Christ by teaching the word. Verse 12 again. Say, but ye have not so learned Christ. That means there's a way Christ is learned. And the way to learn Christ is by, is by righteous living, praise God, not excusing for sin. But you know, let's not learn Christ, it be so that you have heard him and have been taught by him. Praise God. Can you imagine Christ teaching us? How does Christ teach us? Christ teaches us by word, his word. You know, last time I talked about, about, about Christ being the main shepherd, that, that, that the pastor of local assembly is just an under so Paul is saying that we are being taught of who? Of Christ. So Christ is our teacher. Verse 22. That he put off concerning the former conversion of the old man. See the word old man there. Which is corrupt according to the civil laws. 
and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Put it on the new man. That's the work of faith. That's what faith does. Faith helps us to turn toward God and live like him. Praise God tonight. So, this is important for us as believers. We must know that we are called to turn away from something. That's repentance. So repentance means take, make, make. Is it one thing? This is it. No, this is go back again. No, 180. No, one thing, right? You turn away from sin, but you turn toward work, toward God. And that's what God commands us to do. Not to live anymore like the Gentiles. Now, if men appraise you, can they differentiate your life from a Gentile life? No, I can save myself fairly to some degree. God, God has helped me. Has God also helped you? And if He has helped you, then we can give thanks on your behalf. That find God that, 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 that your life is moving in the right trajectory. You are doing all you can to be like Him. And that's what He desires of you. Because in being like him is his glory revealed and his glory manifest upon the earth. Amen tonight. Maybe out of now, you, 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 you can check Colossians 3 verses 1 to 10 also along these lines. Tonight very quickly, 2. The labor of love. You see, before I go on this second point, I want to let you know that these qualities are germane in the heart of God. Because you find this scattered in the Bible. Faith, hope, and love. You know, you find this scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 13. It says, now these three things abide forever. Faith, hope, and love. Galatians 5, verse 5 and 6. It says, in Christ Jesus, there's, there's no solution or no word but faith which worketh by love. So you, so you keep seeing faith and love, faith and hope. Hebrews 11 verse 1, faith and hope. So you see, God measures our growth by our, 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 our work of faith, our labor of love, and our expectation of his coming. But let me read once, one one particular scripture that, that makes a little um, explanation about this to us. Colossians 1. Let's turn it tonight. Colossians chapter 1. You see, in Bible study, we, we learn to see the heart of God. We learn to see the expectations of God. It's like the syllabus for the exam, for the training. Why do we study the Bible? The Bible is a syllabus. We know the expectations of God. What does God expect of me in this new found faith? Colossians 1. Let's read through verses 4 and 5. It says, Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have for all the saints, for the hope which is laid for you in heaven, wherefore you heard before in the word, of truth of the gospel. So we see here, we see the word faith, we see the word love, and the word hope. Hallelujah. 
So these three things keeps appearing in the scripture. And that what Paul saw in this church. And he began to thank God for them. So he saw the same thing in the church in Galatia. Praise God. The same thing in the church in Colossae. The church in Philippi. The church in, in Ephesus. This same thing kept within itself. That means these are primary expectations for all the churches. Your faith work. God is particular about it. Your faith work. How you are turning to righteousness. How you are turning toward God. Your faith work. Very important tonight. And I want you to look inwards. Because the purpose of this study is to help us see how we can apply. The thoughts and the mind of God. He says we are not called to walk anymore like the Gentiles. By faith now we are torn from the beggarly elements of the world towards the living God. So your life must be, must be seen to be, to be making gradual progress toward God. Daily improvement, daily progress, praise God. You know, you know, you take one good step per time, hallelujah, tonight. The second thing we look at here is, is the labor of love. And this means service or serving God and others in the body. We see your labor. That means God wants you to serve him. Not just him, but also the folks. God wants, demands service from you. And Paul saw this in this church. And he was, in fact, if, if, if you read Acts 17, you see that, that, that the brethren came to look for Paul. The brethren actually were the ones that helped Paul escape. When Paul was attacked, they were, in a short while of the preaching, they, they so grew in God that their, their heart became meeting with Paul and they were ready to sacrifice. Are you growing? Are you serving God? Are you desirous of playing your role in the scheme of things how we are tonight? Service to God and the brethren. You know, let me show you a scripture here in verse 9 again of first three five. Let's read verse 9 together. Verse 9. And then, and then, and then, and then I will show you one or two, and, and I will show you what those words mean. Verse nine says, "Sorry, let me just go back there." It says, "It says, for they themselves shew of us what manner of entering in, in we had unto you, and how ye turned to the from from to God from idols to serve the living God. They became servants of God. As sometimes you find Paul say, Paul, the servants of Christ." They serve God. You know, these days, people come to church and just come in and walk away. No, you, you, you must desire to serve Him. This is a sign that the Word of God has made impact in your life. And Paul, by the Holy Ghost, began to thank God that at last the Word of God is producing service. is, 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 is making them to, to solely give themselves to the Lord. You must give yourself to God. You are a servant of Christ. You are a servant of God. God wants you to serve Him. You know, you can't serve Him with, with, a, with, with, with a, a wrong kind of attitude and wrong life. To serve God, you must have a good testimony among the brethren and among others. If you remember, Silvanus, 
or Silas. Bible says, for he had, for he was recommended of the brethren. That means they saw him. They saw his attitude. They saw his zeal. Don't come to church and sit down. No, come there and find something to do. That's what God's word must, must create, must turn you into. You see, these things are, are samples of, of, of the impact, of, of the measurement of the impact of God's word in your life. You, you remember in Acts 26, when the children multiply, and there was moments between the Greek um, and widows and the, and the Jewish widows and they came to the apostles and said, hey, you know what they said to him? He says, please don't bother on this one. I said, go and look amongst yourselves, seven men. Now it means, it means they, 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 they had to search for those seven men. It wasn't that day that this man began to do those things. No, it wasn't because they had that now there's not an opportunity to be selected um, as, as workers. So, another instant, they, they now began to clean, you know, some people. It's when they had that, and next week, oh, we, are, we are praying to have some leaders, that way, the pastor, is anything I can clean for you? No, it's not, the, no, no, it, it, it has become something in their lives. They, they, they are already enjoying serving God on their own, without any strings attached. It is something that God calls on. So you must make up yourself and say, Lord, I know I'm, I ought to serve you. Now I'm hearing, Lord, help me serve you. That, 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 that I'm not just counted among the numbers, but among those whose hearts are needed towards you, Father God. You know, please remind me that uh, I want to look at Acts 13. I was watching, the, or I wasn't watching, my wife showed me the burial of Pastor Dari. Adeboi, one scripture they quoted, my scripture, Revelations, that now henceforth all those who do that in Christ have ceased from their, from their trouble and their sorrow and their work going with them. They will always quote this scripture at the grave, but the truth is that have men truly worked for him? Men can say they've worked, but it, it's only God that knows if the work actually will stand, praise God. If the work is not done by eye service or, or because, because there's pressure on me, therefore, as, 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 as a son of a, of a pastor, I must live unto it. But you see, their hearts is on that. Now, I'm not saying that, I'm just letting you know. Because Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says, For every man's work shall be what? Try by fire to see what kind of work it is. So folks, never serve God with eye service. Don't serve him to please me because you will lose your reward. You see, I'm not what I'm doing because of you. Mm, with you, I will do it. Without you, I will do it. But I, I love doing it with you. Praise God. <laughs> yeah, with you, I will. Without you, it will be done. But it's blessed that we're doing it together. So it's not I service. I can tell that from my heart. So don't serve God because you want my approval. In any case, I don't have any person to give you in the ministry. Alright? There's, no, there's nobody I know in government that says, ah, oh my mimi. It's only God that rewards us. So we must learn to serve God. God has said this to us. Several times. You know this in Acts 13 verses 36. Let's open for me tonight. Let's read together. Acts 13 36. 
and, and, then, and then I will show you this scripture tonight as I run down towards this. Just trying to bring this home properly so we don't just gloss over it and run. Let's, let's, because this is how God reveals to us his mind and his counsel that we may walk in it. Are you there, Mark? Read for me. For David, after he has served by the will of God, fell asleep and was laid on his father's. He was buried. And he died. Hallelujah tonight. And you see, the word death service is a, is, a, is, a, is a Greek word that means dolio and it means being a slave. I'm telling you, check it. It says we are called slaves of God. And slaves has no right. Slave, slave, slave's entire life is hinged on the master. Is Christ your master? Slave is not working to be paid. He's been bought. If he's paid at all, he's just out of benevolence. Everything about his life is been, been purchased. We are slaves of God. We've been bought by him. Therefore, he wants you and I to serve him. Not with eye service, but from the heart. Not for someone to applaud or appraise you, but from your heart. When you pray and fast from your heart, when you give, oh, from the heart to God, not that men might say, okay, you know, that's a problem we find today in churches. When, when people give and, and they, are, they are plaques for divas, they are what called best divas of the year. Wow. You know, I was sharing a story recently. You know, in church, in the church, if you have give, if you don't have, no worries. But try to want to give. You know, I had a story of, of a young man who was doing forex recently. And then I had that. No, this is social media. The boys, the guys were pressing to Christ Embassy that their member gave Christ Embassy one billion naira. And ever since their money, do you see it? That he, that he gave Christ the money, that when Christ should, should tell him to refund their money back to them. That the moment he gave the money to the church, the business collapsed. The guy has said, oh, no, it's, 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 it's true, is there? Do you see, sir? I've had people steal in the offices to buy gen for the church, especially Christ Embassy. You know the reason? Because there's a gift to giving. It's when you give more, they will, they, will, they will project you. You become the close ally to the pastor. Whatever is going to you, follow it. When do you become a political entourage in church? No, giving is not a yastic. You know, today in, in some churches, giving actually is the reason they make put some, some, some titles. Baba Joe, yeah, Joe. It's all for money's sake. No more for the work. Not for praying. If you are praying, you say, okay, prayer. They'll ask you, share a lot journey. No, it's prayer we eat. The word is everything. Now, I'm not saying don't give. But see, you cannot go and steal to give. You can't go and defraud to give. If you give to God, you're, you're just deceiving yourself. Hallelujah tonight. Give of yourself first. And then trust God to bless you to give. But you see, don't do anything for men to see. Serve God. God expects you to serve him. In the place of evangelism. In the place of, of being the right kind of Christian father. Do you know? Part of your service to God. Is living your home well. Let me say it again. To every father in the house. You cannot serve God. 
beyond what you are serving him in your home. The stronger the home, the stronger the church. So God's word ought to make the home a strong place. And then when each home comes together, we form a strong church. You find men and women not talking to themselves at home, but they come to church smiling. In fact, they're the ones that, that will offer the Holy Communion. They're the ones that are the offering bag. But they both know. And sometimes they carry offering bag to, to the husband. You know what say? You bless woman in their heart. You just man. And you, you think they are smiling. No. They are trying to cost themselves because they say, they're not better. So when they enter the car, the fire starts again. No. God wants you to serve him. Am I saying that, 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 that there won't be issues? Yeah, there will be issues, but don't let it linger so long within both of you. Serve God with your heart. Your labor of love. Your work of faith. How is your work of faith? And how is your labor of love? And then finally tonight, the hope. Verse 3. The hope and the patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and of our Father. It means God is expecting you to live consciously of the coming again of his son. And anyone that lives like this is worthy of thanking God for. Jesus is coming again. God wants you to have this mindset. God wants you to believe this. God wants us to hold on to you in the heart. So as we're driving in the car, you know, brother, there is where we're told that, that we'll be driving in the car and suddenly one will be taking and another will left. Today you don't hear something anymore and it's true of scripture. Two shall be walking in the field. One shall be taking and another shall be left. It's rapture. It's true. We explain it that it's already so. It's a lie. That's what it means. It says in, 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 in an instant, in, in, in a tune of an eye, at the last trump, we shall all be caught. Imagine you are doing some, some coding with, um, with, with your partners as you are to click enter. your fee. You will go. Praise God for your This is our this is our joy. Amen. Praise God. That's why everything happened in the world today should not cause you to be depressed. Praise God. For the, see, every child of God that has his hope cannot be depressed. Hallelujah. He can't be depressed. For you live in joy perpetually, knowing fully well the hope of Christ coming again. Living. With the, with, the, with the undying hope in the appearing of the one God. You know, I was sharing with, with us in the last Bible study. In fact, let's look at some just on this point. Verse 10 of 1 Thessalonians. Verse 10. It says, and to wait for his son from heaven, praise God. You see that? We are waiting for the son of God. If you are waiting for the Son of God, then you won't cheat somebody who has labored for you. You will not be playing delay tactic. So the person will forget that investment. Amen tonight.
You will give every laborer his due. You won't cheat anybody. Employers will not cheat the employees. Employees will not play on employers. Because we all know it's all but for a moment. Praise God for a moment tonight. Waiting for the blessed hope. Verse 10 says here. Let's again. He says, and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he has raised from the dead. Even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. So Jesus is coming. Now he has qualified who the son is. He's called Jesus. So who are we expecting to see from the cloud? Jesus, the son of man and son of God. He's coming again. Titus 2. Verse 13 calls it the blessed hope. Philippians 3, 21. The covenant again of the Son of Man. 1 John 3, verse 1 to 3. That when we shall see him, we shall become like him. There's a sin. Child of God, listen to me. I don't care what happens in the world. Jesus is coming again. But he's coming for those who love the appearing. Hallelujah. So you and, and in teaching this is the loving of his appearing. How, why do we love the appearing? Because it's our hope, it's our joy. That's our joker. Hallelujah. That's the source of our rejoicing. What makes the Christian different? Because everything doesn't end here. There's a hope. Let me read this one to you tonight. Second Peter 3. Now I'm trying to explain verse, verses 3 a little more detail tonight. And then we can move to the next verse. And God will enable us. So we tonight to 2 Peter 3. Let's read from verse Maybe 11. Okay. Let's read from verse 9. Now, let me show you this. Praise God, church. Yeah. yeah. There's COVID-19. COVID-20 and 21. There's Boko Haram. There's, there's ESN. There's, there's OPC. No, PC. There's Fulham Hesman. There's, there's, there's economic problem. There, there's Israel and Palestine. There's America and then China and Russia. There's, there's all kinds of things. There's Iran and Iraq. There's Kuwait and Syria. There's UK and Scotland and Ireland. Ijapo. Do you know that Ireland and, and UK fought war for 30 years? Very deadly war. It's like Muharram war. In fact, the war is still, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just sempered. They are, they, they are sitting on keg of bomb powder. So they are always, it's still gone. They are always bomb. Now some of you may not know that. But these things are, they are, they are, they are, they are things underlining. Everywhere in the world, in fact, I have recently yesterday that two states of America are saying they want to break away from the U.S. Yeah. Don't worry, find out, you find out. America just said, they said they want independence. They are just discussing it and negotiating it. So there's nowhere you are only told that is that is in court safe. It's only in Christ that we have security. They sing a song those days, under the canopy. Under the canopy of God. My savior will cover me, give me security. No, they call it security. Give me security generally. Or give me security. Give me security. Under the, it's only under him that we have praise God tonight. We are only saved in Christ. Glory to God. 
And this is our joy, our rejoicing. So whether we are in Nigeria, we are in the UK, or Canada, or Australia, is this same Christ that secures us? Not because we have a government, but we have a living God. Verse 9, the Lord is not slack about his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering towards word, not willing that any should perish, but all may come to repentance. Verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall, what, shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, and the earth also, and the works that are in therein shall be burnt up. See then, that all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and what goodness? Verse 12. Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with our heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for what? A new heaven. And a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. There's a place called the place of righteousness where there will be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more tears, but joy and fellowship and, and, and love and, 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 and the presence of the Holy God. He, he, he will become our light. You see, in, in that place, there's no more night or day. Do you know that in heaven there's no sun and there is no moon? But God gave the earth sun and moon for seasons and days and planets that His counsel may be revealed, that His program may be known, that, that He can tell us the end from the beginning. But where the Lord dwelleth, there's no sun, there's no moon, there's no star. He Himself is our light. He Himself is our shield. And we shall be with Him forever. Praise God. There's a new heaven and a new earth that have been promised us as a hope of our call. You see that tonight? Verse 14. Wherefore, beloved, speaking to you and I, sir, wherefore, saints, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found in him in word, in peace without sport and limitless. So you are required to be found in him without spot, blameless and in peace. What is peace? Unbroken, unshaken. Nothing about the things happening in the world today shakes you. You know, like I said earlier this evening, don't let the things you hear alter your plans for life. Christ might come the next day. He might come next hundred years. But as long as we are on this part of eternity, we live expecting him to come. Tonight, because of our time, I want to let you know that in studying Bible like this, the ultimate aim of God is not for you to just hear, but to what? To do. So, if I were you tonight, what will this lead me to? Now I know that God expects my work of faith, my labors of love, and my hope in God. Begin to serve God. Live right. In your neighborhood, let people know you are God. Sorry, you are a child of God. You know, sometimes it's hard for you to invite people to church because your life has embarrassed the Christ entirely. So you are, if you are an embarrassment, 
to the name of Christ. No, it must change. You must, you must turn a new leaf. Your faith must be well spoken of. Both from those within and those without. Today I challenge you. Shine as light in your neighborhood. Shine as light in your family. Be a beacon of hope, love and grace that Christ is. As you turn away from the world, turn to the living God. Live no longer as the Gentiles, but live as the common saints. That's your work of faith. And God expects this from you. That's why he assures in his word, your labors of love. Serving God. Not by what pastor we say, but we serve God pleasing him. So in our local assembly, what are you doing? In service and live constantly because having said all and done, it is this life, this work that will go with us. You see, everyone that has this hope, God will sustain. You see, God will not any believer that lives like this, God will 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 help him meet his earthly needs. You see, a life like this will not make you a dunce. Ah, that no, let's not do it. No, it hardly makes you work harder in the things of the world, but makes you stronger in the ultimate things of God. Tonight, I will thank the Lord for this time of the word. And by the grace of God, we will take it up from here when next we meet. But on Saturday, we will be praying. I want you to prepare your hearts. Prayer and the word. They go together. So prepare to pray. <clears throat> and our next opportunity in Bible study will continue along this trajectory. I want us to bow our heads tonight and just talk to God. Talk to God. Now God help me. To be doer of your word. I want to do it. I want to please you. I want to enjoy your love and your joy. Lord, help express the, 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 the benefits, the joy of doing your word, the blessing of doing. Lord, help me. Lord, Lord, that, that, that I will not struggle with your word, but Lord, I will yield to it. I will yield myself. Lord, take my life, let it be. Take my voice, take my intellect, take all I have and use it for your glory. That lives may be changed. That through me, oh God, you will impact the world. Lord, 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 through me, oh God, you will shine your light. Thank you, Father God, that, 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 that through my life and you in me, you will you express your glory to the world. Now, thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph and through us diffuses the fragrance of his truth, of his grace and glory. The Lord, you will, you will, you will manifest yourself in me, in me, in me. Thank you, Father God. Help me be a good husband. Help me provide for my family. Help me be a good wife. Help me be a doer of the Lord. Help me submit to my husband. Lord, 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 let, let my family be a place of joy. Help me build my home as a wife. 
Lord, help me support my family as a husband. The grace, the grace to live for you and be a good example. Thank you, Father God. For daily I make progress in you. My work of faith, my labor of love, and my hope for you, O oh God, is firm, is established, O oh God. Thank you, Father God, for these things, Lord, I ever kept before my presence, before my face. Thank you, Father God, for I grow more and more in you in the spirit. Lord, pray for the children, O oh God, that every one of us will be found perfect and complete in all the will of God. We praise you, Father God. For in this time of the world, we stand strong in you. Not being afraid. But making progress daily in the spirit. And prayer and the word of God. We rest our hope in you. And we know Lord that we are expecting. The new heaven and the new earth. Where there is dwelleth righteousness. Thank you God. For every good word you have spoken unto us shall come to pass. Every need in the house is met. Every bill in the house is paid for. Every expectation is met. Bible says, for the expectation of the righteous will not be cut short. I pray, O oh God, tonight that every expectation of each family shall be met. You will not see the wind, you will not see the rain, but your valley shall be filled with water. As you trust in the Lord and seek after his righteousness, every other thing shall be added unto you in the name of Jesus. You are favored, you are grace, you are helped of God. Favor comes to you. On all sides. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father tonight for the church. For your strength. Your hope. And our exceeding great reward. Thank you Father. We love you Lord. Our work of faith is strong. Our labors of love Lord is seen. And our hope in you is continually filled. By your word. In Jesus name. Thank you Father. For we are doers of the world. And not here only. And we are blessed in all our deeds. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Somebody said, Amen. Amen. Give God praise tonight for the word of God. Thank God for what he has, for what you've learned today. And grace to apply those things in our hearts comes on us in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye for now.